Okay, good evening, everyone. So last week we began the halachas of tzedakah, hilchah tzedakah. This is found beginning in Simon Reish Mem Zion in Yerodeah. So we began with the loisase. The Torah says that that a person should not ignore giving tzedakah. If you want to see the psukim inside, it's parak tezvav and parashas re'eh. Pasuk zayin, loisa ametz as levavcha, v'loisikpa etzis yodcha, me'achicha evyan. That a person should not be stingy, don't hold, hold uh, your hand back, Keep your fist, your fist clenched, and to um, and to uh, harden your heart from giving your brother. And it seems this would be an iser deraisa, a lav, a say, by not giving tzedakah. We mentioned that for many of us it's very difficult, especially if you're living in a city where, during davening alone, you could have dozens of people coming to ask you for tzedakah. Does this halacha still apply? Every time a person is in that situation, is he automatically going to violate? There's an assay as well. Lois assay is worse. Lois assay is worse, right? In in this in this regard, and we said that there there were various heterim. We gave I believe eight at heterim last week, or eight different uh, considerations, perhaps where a person would be putter. So just to continue on that theme for the first few minutes of today's share, there's a question regarding. Let's say a person gets something in the mail, you get a flyer in the mail, a, um, an email, a WhatsApp post or the like where they're asking for someone's cousin's Beisiaco's fundraiser or something along those lines. Do we have to think about different heterim from last week or should we, should we say this is not called an ani in front of me and I don't have a chiv of giving. Now, of course, if a person does give his yaitz in the midst of tzedakah, assuming it's for, it's for a good cause and the like, but the question is, would there be, would there be the same isurim, the same considerations when you get something in the mail or the like? So the first one I see that in print discusses this is the Ber Moshe. The Ber Moshe was written by the 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 Shas Moshe was written by the Debrisina Rav, Rav Moshe Stern Zetzal. So as you can imagine, he was a Rav in post uh, post war Borough Park, and he was actually a Rav in Hungary post war. He moved to uh, to uh, to America, and he dealt with many many Shilas that took that was you know the the modern American asking him Shilas. And if you look through his Chuvas, if you look at many of the original books in English, they are quoting Rav Moshe Feinstein. And the Debrisina Rav, as the two uh, Paiskim that would discuss, you know, the various topics. For example, uh, using a toaster and is a microwave considered a Bishel on Shabbos? Those types of, of questions dealing with the new technologies in the 60s and 70s, 80s. He has a famous chuva regarding automatic sprinkler systems on Shabbos. He was very against it, although halakhically he does agree that it should be mutter, as long as everybody knows it's on a timer, but he felt this was an Americanish thing. He was a real Hungarian Paisik, and he dealt with many of the modern Shilas. So this is one of them. Even in the Shiloh, that he, that he, even in this Shiloh, he's discussing many other things regarding Shtraimluch or the like. So it's interesting, Tshuva, if you want to see it. But the Baramayusha talks about this question. A person gets something in the mail. Do you have to uh, automatically give tzedakah? Or can you say that something, something in the mail will be different? And of course, today we would apply it to our forms of communication. So this is in Baramayusha, Chelek Dalet, Simen Sadi Beis, if you take notes. And he, he, he says... The following. He wants to compare. He quotes from the Chassam Soifer. He he originally he stamps from Chassam Soifer. He was an Oberlander Poisik. So he says that if you look in in the Chuvas Chassam Soifer, he talks about by Edus it says me pm mi pik savam. There's something significant of of when you get testimony from Edim themselves, 
and not from ksavim and not from something the written word. And you should see what he writes. This is the, I don't know what data was, but this is many many decades ago. He says kibiksav when a person writes something bekal haadam yuchol lahagid veloymer davar sheinoi. A person could make up stories. You could say things in print davar sheinoi on a piece of paper that you wouldn't say in person. Kihaniyar soivel hakol. The paper is soivel everything. It doesn't doesn't uh, object to anything you say. So you put it down on the paper. And today we know with uh, the, the technology and communication, people would say things on a chat or in text messages that they would not say in person. When a person speaks to you, you could tell, okay, he's talking about MS and Shekhar, you could tell if he's saying the truth. There are certain facial expressions that if you have some awareness, you'll be able to tell if this person is lying to you. And therefore, Bezdin must see the Adem in front of them. Now, based on this truva, you could talk about can a Bezdin bezmanazeh in a situation where they would need Eidos, Usually they don't need Eidos, plus they would need Eidos. Can Zoom or the like work? It's much easier to lie and make up something on Zoom, especially if you can't hear every single thing the person's saying. It's in and out, and you can't pick up necessarily on... Especially the background. Yeah, facial expressions or the like. You could um, put on extra makeup on your your Zoom uh, settings, and it's much easier to to, uh, pull a shtick. So that's a good question for a Bezin to decide when they would allow Eidos over the... the, Yeah. also the fact that they they put these... You know, sob stories. They put it in, like you get on the email. You get like a kid with a thing, and there's no, you know, all this. You know, make yeah, that's a good point as well. It could be it's it's too much. It's, it, you're saying it's, it's just not it's not true, perhaps. Okay, well we'll discuss that in a minute. Music, music background. They add music sometimes. She's saying it's even worse. They make you feel more guilty. Yeah, it's true. So maybe yeah. It's the um, it's part of the impact. Anyways, so he says. Before you continue, just a quick question. Sure. Qualifications. Is there a difference? priority between Boine Olam? Yes, for sure. We're, we're going to get to that in a later share, the different priorities. But once we discuss what the Chiyav is, how much to give, then we'll discuss priorities. There will be room for people to give, you know, what they want, what they prefer, but there's definitely a list of priorities. Of course, uh, B'nai Beislo comes first, Ani Ircha, then you have different qualities or different types of Sadaqah, for sure. We'll get to that Abez Hashem in the coming weeks. Then he says like this. He says that that if you look at the more Baba Basra, that test, it says that when a person comes from a Zionist, Ain Boitkin, we don't check to see if he has, let's say, a paper from the rabbi. We don't check if he's coming from a Zionist, we give him right away to come at Sarah lays in pain. And he says, because you could see that he's not lying. When it comes to clothing, the Gemara says you could check. But either way, he says that this din of would only apply based on the Chsam Seifer, when the Ani is in front of him, and if not, otherwise, no. So it's, a guy in the streets, you know he's a drug addict, or you believe it, he is. He's saying, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, give me food. Most people think he's going to buy drugs. Yeah, so that would be Hector, we said last week, from, I believe from Chadusha Rim, other parties came that if you, you're not, uh, you don't think he's, he's legitimate, or this dollar is not going to help him, then there's no Isser of Lys Amos' Levavcha. But let's say you, you think a person's legitimate, you have to consider. Maybe it's, there's an issue of Lys Amos' Levavcha. He brings in other, other, other ramifications in Allah regarding writing. Let's say a person is Mekalil, he curses someone, Bechsav, doesn't have the same status because people are more loose, to, so to say, on the written word, on Twitter, on WhatsApp, than they would be in person. So it sounds like, again, maybe, first part maybe, of the truth, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe instead of giving him money, go and buy him a sandwich and then give him the sandwich. Right, he doesn't want it. He'll throw it back at you. <laughs> you have to know, right? Okay. So some people do that. There are people that do that to, to um, they actually sell in some of the stores or maybe you order online. They give out kits 
that you should give out to people standing, homeless people standing on the corner. There's a kit for, for a few dollars. There's a granola bar in it, um, hand warmers in Minnesota. There's a company that does that here. So, interesting. Okay, now either way, first part of the truth sounds like he's being makele because he's not in front of you. It's only kisha ani amilafanov. However, he says, nearly learn my chadash. I want to say a new, a new din. A chiddush. Dim habezdin oy rav mumcha oy ishnem. And if you have a, 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 a dayan or a mari hara, the paisit, mari asra, or ishnem and chasam atzmi al ksav, if he signs on the paper, I guess this is the initial uh, time we were seeing him writing about these letters that we always see. Umeir begadlish, and he's, he's testifying that this ani, his request is accurate, it's true, then we have to help him. And if, since we have to help him, and you don't have a taina, then maybe the whole thing is a shtick, it's a forgery, because the Maradasra signed the paper. So that's the psak of the Bermoisha, the Debrit Again, he brings reasons to be mekel, that it's, it's ksav, it's not pefanov, but then he says that that's only based on Amonas. You don't have to believe him. But now that he has the rabbi of his shul signed his name on it, so all of a sudden, what about, what about my time is gone. You know, he sent it out a couple weeks ago, but now he may have his money already. How do I know that it's still in the right now? Yeah, so. Yeah, that's another. Uh, that's another point as well. So, yeah, that's, that's another reason why the placing other placing are makele. But but Debrutino Rav doesn't address that point. Let's say you, in a chanami, if a person is not even sure if there's a tsarich anymore, so perhaps that would be a reason why you would not be over of lesikpatzis yadcha. Okay, so just to conclude on the Debrutino Rav, he brings down reason to be makele would be there's no nemanus, but if you have nemanus some other way based on some rav signing, then the Debrutino Rav would be machmir that. This would be considered Now, one could argue in the Debrutzina Rav's Shita that today, especially the ones coming from Eretz Yisrael, you have, it's not like they have a Rav that went out of his way to sign the document for this fellow. This rabbi's name is on every single document that's coming out. Any, any fellow that gets off the plane from Eretz Yisrael, he's the, 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 has a signature on it. So perhaps it loses that state, that same name on us. Now, I have no doubt that most of these people that come are, in fact, Aniyim. If they actually had what to support themselves with, they wouldn't schlep to Israel and schlep around to everyone's house to make a few dollars. But if a person does not trust them, and to have a paper that has Chaim Kanievsky's name on it, and he already was Nifter, you know, so, so you have to know exactly where this would apply. In smaller communities, they do have the rub of the town gets involved, and he puts his name on it. So then I think the Debrutzin of the Bermoisha's Shita would be understood that the whole hector of the paper of the, in the mail is that there's no Nemanus. I have Nemanus here. However, not everybody agrees to the Bermoisha. If you look, this, the, there's a sefer called Stokko Mishpat. The sefer Stokko Mishpat was written by Rav Yaakov Bloy. Zetzal, he was a dying on the Eidah Haredes Bezdin. He is famous for his sefer on Ribis. He was a prolific author. He wrote the the ten-volume svarim called Pischei Chayshin on all of Chayshin Mishpat. He also wrote the Sefer Bris Yehuda. Now, Bris Yehuda is on Hilchus Ribis. The, it, it gets a lot of ear time, so to say. Anytime you get a Heter Iska from your classic Rabbanim, so one of the clauses of the Heter Iska is that should any dispute arise on this Heter Iska, we will follow the rules of Heter Iska found in Sefer Bris Yehuda. So the Bris Yehuda was the Sefer on Ribis, the Sefer on Chayshim Mishpat. He also has a smaller Sefer on Tzedakah and Beis HaKnesses. It's called Tzedakah Mishpat. And in Parak Aleph, right in the beginning, on page Dalad, Parak Aleph, Siv Beis, 
asked. He says, I was asked regarding people sending, you know, they send out hundreds and hundreds of, of mailings, of flyers, and by the way, he was a banker. He, he, he worked for many years before retiring and becoming a Dayan. I think the Minchas Yitzchak, one of the big rabbanim, begged him to, to retire and become a Dayan. Anyways, so he asked that... Uh, that it's very difficult for a person to go send a dollar to everyone. So are you over Bilav? He says, Eli, he says, I, I disagree with the Bar Moshe for a few reasons. Number one, last week we mentioned if the Ani is not in front of you, Mamish, even though we had a Raya from from, um, from Pidyan Shvuyan, but many Rishonim held that the Ani is not there uh, himself, then there would be no issue. So getting in the mail, you don't have you don't have that issue. That's number one. Number two, we're going to see later on if someone is machazir lapsachim, someone who walks around, he collects. It could be you don't have this iser. He, he's going to collect from everyone. He's going to get the money. So it could be I don't have the iser. Not everyone agrees to that. We'll get to the details later. Shechter, he has a chiddush that these people have a job. That if, uh, if that's your job, so then you are you are uh, yeah you have a job, and a person that would not be over with sick and either way, the Rabbi brings other svaras that this is to a gabbai tzedakah. It's not really considered this person asking, and therefore he's mekel. And this is what I think most people rely on. I think that uh, one would not be over the isra of lesukbet tzesiyotcha lesamitzis levavcha by not giving money when when you get a, uh, you know something in the mail or an email. One could debate and perhaps uh, say that there would be a difference, differentiate between different types of messages. I use this as a muscle. You have people that send out to thousands and thousands of people. So it's a numbers game. They send out to thousands of people. Hopefully they get enough $18 checks and they make their whatever they need. Versus when someone is sending it specifically to you. Let's say your school, you're, you're an alumnus of, uh, I don't know, Chaim Berlin, and they're sending it out to gates, yeah, thousands of people, but they're sending it out to you for, with a specific reason, a specific thing in mind. Perhaps one could argue that that would be more of a closer... Uh, request than simply blasting it out to thousands of people buying lists in Toronto, buying lists in LA. They actually pay for the list. It's like uh, this, the, the brokers, they, they sell the list, listings. So they sell the list, and uh, there goes the, you just uh, send out thousands and thousands of flyers. Perhaps that would be different. But either way, I but think there'll, there'll be enough to rely on. What Shatta says. What? It's not a business, then. it's a business. Yeah, for sure it's yeah. a business, right. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means that you're not, I'm not saying you shouldn't give tzedakah. Uh, you shouldn't walk out from the shir saying, Ellie said not to give tzedakah. All I'm saying is that there wouldn't be this iser of uh, to get into the WhatsApp world, there, for those that know, there's a difference between someone who's sending a blast where it actually comes to your, to your phone versus you went to someone else's WhatsApp status to check on what they're, what they're up to in life, and then you looked at that, so they didn't even ask you to give, so that for sure would not be an issue. Although, interestingly, people who check the WhatsApp, psychologically, they're more willing to give because they already did the action, they already went to check what's going on by you, so maybe they'll give versus when you get it into your email, you feel like they're bothering you, don't bother me. So either way, there's definitely what to rely on in Svara and in Lamdus, why and in and halachic this why there would not be an iser of by not responding to every single text and email and uh, you know back in the day in the mailings all the different organizations reaching out okay but never seen he would say there is though he would say there is but even even in his shita one could argue 
two things. Number one, perhaps that's only when you know it's being, you have, you trust that this is a good tzedakah. So again, that might include your yeshivas, whatever, that, that, that would be true. And it would be that, one could, one could argue, and this is Api Svara, that it's, it's, there's a connection here. They're asking me specifically. If you look in the Rav Blay, saying if you blast it out to hundreds and hundreds of people, thousands of people, how could that be considered the Oni is Lefonecha? The Oni doesn't know, doesn't know who you are. You just bought a list and sent out you know, thousands of, uh, of mails. Okay. Of, of letters in the mail. It doesn't say that. But I don't know if that existed back then. The Tzedakah Mishpah says it. Even the, yeah. even the, uh, the Bar Moshe would agree to me. Okay. That is topic number one for tonight. Topic number two, let's move on in the Shulchan Aruch. Everybody would hold like a flicking on a banner. Yeah, if you're on matzav.com, Yeshiva World, one of these websites, and you click on a JCN click. Yeah. By the way, if you're, go, if you're not going to, if you're not going to spend, don't click because you're, you're causing the, the Yeshiva to lose money. They're, pay, they're paying per click. Pay per click. So there's a lot of. They, they camouflage it as some. Some like something interesting to look at, like a story, and then before you know it, or music, but before you know it, it has nothing to do with the music. It's only, it's only about the fundraiser. Yeah, so you have they to know about the fun. Yeah, I think Phil asked this before. So the Masari got from Arabeim is that if there's, if there's more than one or two problems, that there's ten problems, or even three, four problems, meaning this fellow is sick and his wife, this and his, this, all these together, usually that that's a sign that it's 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 fake. And they just copy and paste it from someone else. Usually, these campaigns have a have information on it where there's some rub of some shul. So, if you're giving five dollars, so you decide if it's if it's worth your time to go to go investigate it before you give your money. A person should, if you're giving a significant amount of money, you want to be it's the mitzvah tzedakah. If you don't know who it is, so double check. Tzedakah is an investment, so you wouldn't just spend a thousand dollars on a some random investment, so you should double check to make sure who, which Rob is signing off on this campaign. Okay. Well, once again, you also have a network, with the, especially the letters, a networking factor. You know that if you give Tadaka to the charity that solicits in the mail, he's going he's gonna to give it, all of a sudden you can get, you can get 100 of them. Yeah, it's a big problem. You know? So, yeah, I've had that issue in the past where I was raising money for an organization, and my friends would tell me, okay, just don't put my email on it. I'll, you know, you use your credit card. I'll give you the cash because I just don't want all the mail, all the emails from, uh, you know, the Jewish uh, networks. And yeah, they they sell your email. It's not right. Okay, I agree. It's not right. So, fine. Next. So that, is, that a, is that a consideration when you want to give? Yeah, I think so. I yeah, sure. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. As long as you're giving your tzedakah to the to the proper places, you can say yeah, I'll give, but I, want, I just don't want my email or my phone number on it. Or my uh, mailing address, I'll give you cash and shul. Okay, the black, the underground, underground black market. Okay, next. So then there's a mitzvah sasay. So we said the mitzvah slois sasay, and now we're going to move on slowly to the mitzvah sasay. So the mitzvah sasay to give tzedakah. If you go back to the psukim, it says kipasoyach tiftach siyadcha to open your hand. That's how the rishonim understand. This is the mitzvah sasay of giving tzedakah. There's also later on a Okay. Whenever you, you chance upon a mitzvah say, just by the way, the Pnei Yeshua in Ksubis, he says that, that when you learn when you learn a, a Gemara, a Sugya, you always have the, uh, you always start with Milsa de Bedichasa. 
So some learner means a joke. The Pnei Yeshua says that's why all Masechtas, the Yeshiva Shemasechtas, they all start with all the Lamdas. Like all the Lamdas and Subas is the first uh, 11, 12 blot. That's all the Lamdas and Subas. So here too also, we're not going to get into the nitty gritty details, but some of the Lamdas of Hilchah Sadaka. So whenever you, you chance upon a mitzvah, you always ask, is there a bracha recited on this mitzvah? And Sadaka Lachar should be the same. The same way there's mitzvahs here, there's Loisa says, I should make a bracha on. Nesinas Tzedakah. So how come there's no bracha when it comes to the mitzvah of Tzedakah? So there's a famous Tshuva Sarashba. Tshuva Sarashba touches upon many different uh, halachas that or many, many different mitzvahs that we do not make a bracha on. And for those that know, he, he famously says that you do not make a bracha on the mitzvah of Tzedakah because there's a possibility that the Ani is not going to accept this Tzedakah. And therefore, if you make the bracha, you might end up with a bracha levatala. Because you said a bracha al nasina tzedakah. He doesn't want the tzedakah. He's not taking the tzedakah. There goes the bracha. So that is the famous shita of the Rashba. The, uh, the, the Chassam Soifer in our Chaim Simen Nundalit, he brings down that there were those that argued and asked in the Rashba, so if that's the side, why we do not make a bracha on tzedakah, they ask, how come you make a bracha on Birchas Eresin? The fellow gets up, makes the bracha, usually the rabbi says the bracha, and he's about to say, Ariyah Mekodesh is at the bazu. What if she says no? No thanks. She's not interested. So, how can we make a bracha on Eresin when there's the, also there's a possibility that she's going to say no? So the Chassam Sefer says he is which helps us in other areas as well. The Chassam Sefer says, that he didn't fully understand the Rashba. The Rashba's not saying that maybe we're not going to be successful, so there's no mitzvah. That's not true. He says many times, let's say a person, he's not sure if he's an accomplished shaifer. He makes a bracha because he's chayiv and blowing shaifer. He tries to blow the shaifer. If it didn't work out at the end, then he can't say he was a bracha levatala. He did what he wanted. He, he made the bracha in order to be mekayim and mitzvah. So he says like this, when, when you have the din of tzedakah, Let's say the Ani doesn't want to take it. He doesn't accept it. Or you have a other, you have, let's say, Kibbut Ava'im. You want to be Mechaved, your father. So how come you don't make the bracha? So the Rashba says, because maybe he's not going to want this Kibbut. So if he doesn't want the Kibbut, the halacha is there is no longer a Chiv. You can't be Mechaved someone with something he doesn't want. That's not called covered. So if the Ani is not going to take the Tzedakah, then I don't have a Chiv of Tzedakah. And if I don't have a chiv of tzedakah, then there does not exist a mitzvah of tzedakah right now. And if I, there's no existence of a mitzvah of tzedakah right now, because he's not going to take it, so if I have no pasayach tiftach yatra, he doesn't want it, so then you cannot make a bracha when there is no chiv. But let's say it comes to Erisin under the chuppah, Ruvain has an obligation to get married. Alspruervu, he, he has to get married. He has a chiv to get married. Okay. If she says no, that doesn't take away his chiv of pruravu. He's still mechayev in pruravu. He has to go get married. The chiv exists. Maybe not with his lady. Maybe with someone else. But he didn't make a bracha on something that had no chiv. That's the way the... That's what you think. Okay, but... That's how, you know, with, with the music and everything. But back in the day, so, you have two Adim in the show, you say, Ariyah so, Mekodeshesli. You don't need a whole... So, everybody, so, so everybody, if, if no one needs a Ani... me. That, the Chiv of Tzedakah is only when an Ani is in front of you. That's the real Chiv of Tzedakah. Oh. 
That's what we used to say. Los Amit says Levavcha, right? There's no Chiyav. There's no Chiyav of Tzedakah at that point. Versus Pru he's Mechoyev at any time. Now, this helps us for those that are learning Smich uh, Haver with, uh, with Rabbi Goldstein. So, there was a discussion in the beginning regarding the Ritva. There's a famous Ritva in Chulin that says, let's say a person washed for Natila Sadayim, he washed for Hamaitzi, then he gets to the Suda and he realizes the bread is moldy or he's Fleshiks, now it's pizza, whatever the situation is. The halach is that he does not, he, it's not a brach levatala. He made his al sadayim in preparation for the suda. There is no bracha levatala. The stechemet brought down the following chumrah. And the stechemet says, perhaps, let's say, he just, not, he just lost his appetite. He's not in the mood of eating. It's yeshiva lunch. He's not in the mood of eating. The stechemet said he should push himself to eat a little bit of bread. Why? Because maybe the rashba would hold that the only reason why you don't make a bracha on tzedakah is because maybe it's not going to be successful. So, so to here, we don't want to be in a situation where I didn't, I wasn't mekayim the mitzvah, and it would end up that the bracha was a bracha levatala. So, the way the uh, the b'tzalah chachma answers is, is is the following. You have to, it's like the opposite logic over here. The the Rashi was saying when the b'tzvah says that when you made a bracha on bread. At that point, when a person decides that he's going to eat bread, he makes the bracha. The chiv is al to wash your hands in preparation for bread. That's the entire chiv. And once you did that, the chiv is over. There's no, there's no law. You had an obligation when you had in mind to eat bread. You have an obligation to wash your hands. So according to the Chassam Seifer, would fit as well. That that right now I had a chiv. I had a chiv to wash, to eat bread. If later on I decide. So my chiv didn't go away because at that point I wanted to eat and at that point I had a chiv to wash. So that's just an interesting uh, sushtel. It doesn't have to fit with the chasam seifer but it just brings up the point of, uh, of, of, uh, of this tshuva sarashra. By the way, the b'tzal ha'chachma is the brother of the bar Moshe, So we have two, uh, two of the oh, sterns. Wow. The b'tzal stern, he was a rav in Melbourne and the shahs and tshuva is b'tzal ha'chachma. Okay. You wouldn't say it's b'shayah by the bread before you, may, before you wash, make sure the bread is there. Maybe that would be an Indian before, in a Hanami. Maybe beforehand, that would be an Indian. But once once a person washed, he was Mekayim, the mitzvah of that one. Okay, so that's reason number one why a person should not make, well, we don't make a bracha on tzedakah. But there are a few other reasons. The the, the Shaz and Shivas Binam and Zev, he has a chiddush. He says, anything that's a mitzvah sikhli, anything that's a mitzvah that that has, it's based on ethics, so to say, that even the Ummah Sa'ilam understand. For example, Kibarav. Another example would be, Tzedakah, we do not make a bracha because we don't want to say on this. Now, many Paiskim argue on that. The Shevet Ravazna has a truva on this. And came out all the Paiskim who mentioned this Shita, they say, What do you mean? When we give Tzedakah, we're not simply giving because that's the right thing to do, you know, because you know you have to make sure the poor man doesn't die. We did because there's a special Indian of, of, of what we're doing. We're being Mikhaim, uh, the Ratzin HaKadosh Baruch But this is brought down. What? Yeah, but there any guy, Binyam Zev's Herzl. Yeah, yeah. So this was Yeah, you you don't have to, the Ravazner says this. Many players can argue vehemently on this uh Shita. How could you say that's the, anything that's uh Umas Oilam that every single mitzvah that we do is Asher Kadi Shana Mitzvah of Vitzivana. The Ravid has yeah. No, no, he argues, he argues vehemently against him. How could we say this? And he brings other shitas that also argue that this is not the reason. This is not the reason. In fact, we don't do it because it's a mitzvah sikhli. Yeah, in, in hashkafa, there's what to talk about and how Hashem, you know, commands us in different mitzvahs. But at the end of the day, it's 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 rational Torah. It's part of the Torah. It's a shaykh kedushan mitzvah of There's even a debate. We we mentioned this way back. 
one of the first year in Manar Lamea, we were talking about, that, it was an interesting topic, that when they first built the bathrooms, you could literally hear Tkia Shaifer in the bathroom. So we asked a question, we were learning Hilchas Beisakise, can a person be Yaitzah Tkia Shaifer in the bathroom? So there are Paiskin that differentiate between Mitzvah Sichli versus Mitzvah Kedusha. Some Paiskin say there's a concept of, of uh, you have to have Kavana B'Shasa Mitzvah. So you would, uh, if you have Kavana, that itself is a problem to do with having a basic key. It's a fascinating Shaila, but not for now. But there you do see, Epis, there is a concept of differentiating between a Mitzvah Sichli. What? It's very If you count it, it's the Person counted here, yeah, yeah. I was once by a Q and A session with Rabelski Zetzal. I mentioned this in shul once upon a time, and I guess no one had what to ask. So someone asked Rabelski, "Let's say a person's in the basic he say, uh, and it's right after, right, right. He goes during Marv on Shabbos, uh, Matzah Shabbos. He did not yet say Atachan Antanu, and they only have, they don't have any tissues, no cut. They don't have any cut paper in the bathroom. So what do you do? Could you say Baruch Hamavdil in the bathroom, because there's no, uh, right? So it happens to be the Tzitzel for those that learned Tzmichas Chaver uh, two years ago, Tzitzel is a Chiddush. He talks about going in a cab. Can you order a cab on a Tuesday when you have a non-observant a non, uh, Jewish driver? Maybe by him it's still Shabbos. Even Tuesday it's still Shabbos. He didn't make Avdali yet. How could he? didn't say Atachon Antanu. So, Rav Zaman Orbach has quoted the Shmir Shabbos Kachasa saying, you should tell him Shvua Tov, and maybe Shvua Tov is also like good Shabbos, but the place can argue, good Shabbos, you're saying Shabbos is Kaddish. Saying Shvua Tov, a good Tavach, has nothing to do with being Mavdub in Kaddish Tachol. So the Tzitzel Yezer has the aside, and there are many riots to this, that once Shabbos is over, Shabbos is over. There's a different din that we have a Chiv of being mavdil bein kodesh l'chol, and there's an iser malacha, but it's not the iser malacha of skila. There's a, it, it's it's just not proper to do a malacha, you know, before saying hamavdil. But either way, that's a question. So Rabelski said that maybe maybe a person being mavdil will not have the status of dvarm shepidusha, but he said it's, a, it's an excellent question, and he, he thought it was an entertaining question. Anyways. That is. If a person counted Sphira, so you have to get. You have to be counting. You have to count yourself. Let's see a person. Let's see a person counted. He counted in the bathroom. Yeah. Tonight is forty-four. Yeah. He counted. He counted. Yeah. Okay. Next, the Rivet has a very interesting chiddush. The Rivet says the reason why we do not make a bracha on tzedakah is because if you make a bracha on tzedakah, you would be mevazeh the ani. Because you're showing the Ani, the poor person, that you are my Chefza Shal Mitzvah. Shkayach for being poor. Thank you for coming here. I'm very happy that you don't have Parnassah. It's a fascinating concept. Very often we do mitzvahs, speaker Chaylim, Nichem Avelim, Kirov, etc. Hachnas Archim. You see a midget, say, Baruch, Mishan Yeah, yes, that's the Vart, right. You don't want to say Baruch, Mishan because then you're using him as a, as a, uh, as a Chavta Shal Mitzvah. There's a Diuk, there's a Diuk from Rav, Rav, one of the, Rav, Rav Kook, I believe, Rav Simcha Kook, I'm not sure which one. He said the following, it says in the Mishnah, that, Oyev es abriyos, umakarvan latayra. Shall love the Briyos. Rav Yehuda Kook, see Yehuda Kook. So he says, you should know, and you take this for life, it doesn't say, Oyev es abriyos, almanas. Don't do it almanas, you should never do anything almanas. It's, you should love people 
And then through that, don't worry, they'll be carved the Torah. But if you're using someone as your Kirov project, if you're using someone as your Achnas' Archim project, as your Tzedakah project, he is your Chetz Hashem Mitzvah. I've had that conversation with Bali Chuva, and unfortunately, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, trauma, small traumas that they've gone through because they realized at some point they weren't invited to the big meal. Nobody wanted to do a shidduch with them. So they, all these years, they were simply someone's project. So a person has to be careful. And you see this from the Ravid. Don't make someone your chefz of mitzvah by making the bracha on tzedakah. Yeah. I'm not sure. I see correct me if I'm wrong. But I believe you said two separate yonim. Unconditionally. Aha. Oh, and, and male become the term, but I'm Zabrius across the board. Right. No. It shouldn't be Almanas. I remember the Almanas part. That's, that's the way I heard it. It shouldn't be Almanas. Okay. That is third reason. Number four, something to uh, what we mentioned the other day He's just saying that there will be another reason why you wouldn't want to make a bracha on tzedakah. And I want to say another svara. There's another svara, perhaps. Perhaps there's another svara that, if you look, the Tor and the Shochanach in Simon, in our Simon, Reishmem Zayin, they say it says like this. It says a person yesh lezar, but you have to be careful when he gives tzedakah. Ki avsher shiyavle de shvichas Perhaps a person would come. Loyalin who come to murdering someone, that if you don't give right away, he might die. And there's a famous Gemara, who was punished for delaying giving tzedakah. So perhaps that would be another reason why you wouldn't want to make a bracha on tzedakah because you'd have to go get your gato and wash your hands. And by the time you make a bracha, the person would be would not would not be getting his his uh, his money. I want to bring a shtickle riot to this. If you look, the Gilliam Arsha on the page, if you have the Shochnach, it's in the, the final volume in your idea. So Gilliam Arsha was written by Rav Shlame Eger. So he says that typically, and those that are learning Natila uh, Sedaim and Smichas Chavar, you also went through this, that you're not allowed to give food to someone who's not going to make a bracha. The Ramah says it in Simon Kuf Samach Gimel. There's an Isser of Lifna Iver, if you know he's not going to wash his hands for bread, or he's not going to make a bracha. However, La'ani, when it comes to a poor person, now this is not his shita, this is the shita of the Ramah. The Ramah says, La'ani mutter litain. You're allowed to give food to a poor person, even if you're not so sure that he's going to make the bracha. Now, from that statement, you could take a few things. Number one, it sounds like if you know he's not going to make a bracha, you have an isser of lifne iver. So that's a whole topic on its own. I don't want to talk about it right now. I would love to discuss at a different time, lifne iver, when it applies, when it doesn't apply. But it seems to be if it's only a suffix, that you're not sure if he's going to make the bracha or not, when it comes to an ani, you're allowed to. Now, there are many different sheet, many different reasons we could argue why. Perhaps... In Suffolk, assuming that makes sense, you have a Suffolk of Lifni Iver, you have a Vada Mitzvah of Tzedakah, perhaps, perhaps you would say this is not a Mirchah because I'm saving his life, or something along those lines. Maybe the Asay of Tzedakah is more important than the Suffolk. Maybe Suffolk the Rice is only a Dinder Abana, this is a Dinder Raisa. You have many different uh, reasons why. Perhaps we could use this same shot that when it comes to Tzedakah, if I don't give right away, Chazal tell me, the Shulchan Aruch brings it down. It's not found in some, you know, Favor from the Sefer. It, it, the Shulchan Aruch says, Gizahar Ma'id, you have to be very careful. Ma'id yesh Gizahar, ki Efshir Shiyavli Deshvi Chazdamim. And therefore, perhaps that's why you don't make a bracha on Tzedakah, because Efshir Shiyamasa Ani, Amavakesh, don't wait, don't delay. 
And perhaps that would be another reason when you have a suffix, if he's going to make a bracha or not, don't take out the svarim, don't give him a faher, don't call his cousin and do a check his shidduch resume and decide, will he make a bracha, will he not make a bracha? Just give it to him because you don't want to delay the mitzvah. So that perhaps that would be uh, the pshat in, in that as well. It's an interesting ma'armakim, gilir ma'asha, on the side of Shulchan Aruch. Well, where in Shulchan Aruch, where is it? Reish Mem Zayin. The first, the, the first note. The Gilead Marshal is on the side of the Shulchan Aruch. Godos Chayr Tzedakah. So right there, Reish Mem Zayin. It's the end of Yeradeh. If you have a Yeradeh, Chayel Gimel. That's where it is. Right. Again, now if a person is collecting money for a chasana, then you wouldn't say he's he's a Shemayama, so though, who knows, right? Who knows? But I'm just bringing down why the Paiskim... A piece, just a simple logical svara. Forget about lamdus and I say say maybe that is why when it comes to an ani, we would not tell people to to search into him. I believe some places say this. That would be another reason why you wouldn't make a bracha on that. Okay. So Rishon next week we'll look at the Torah, the Rambam, and we'll get into what the mitzvah of tzedakah is. We will see many uh, milus of someone who gives tzedakah. And I hope to address the question, can a person test Hashem? There's a new movement out there called Chaymish or the like, different uh, websites that they literally ask you to test Hashem and they guarantee that you're going to see results. Results guaranteed. Is a person allowed to test HaKadosh Baruch Hu with giving Meiser? It's a, it's a fascinating Shiloh, fascinating Suga. So as Hashem, we will touch upon that next week.